Hi, welcome to Manifesting 101. I'm Kimberly Fitton, your host and everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally. And my purpose, um, the reason why this podcast exists is to obliterate legalistic and religious constructs that keep us believing that poverty is the standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be. Like, that's why I'm here. And you're more than welcome to yuck on my yum if you like. You know, I just say, like, the things that I talk about will really stretch your capacity if you are someone who identifies as a believer and doesn't think manifestation is real, doesn't believe in the universe. Like, I don't know how you separate God from the universe. I don't know how you're doing that. Also, this podcast might not be for you if you subscribe to the law of attraction. Is the law of attraction a thing? Yes, but it operates in the spirit of perversion and makes things a little harder than it should be. Um, it, it keeps you thinking that you are the source when actuality you are attached to the source. And because you come from the source, um, you have unlimited access to all the things. I'm going to challenge these things. But at first, I'm going to give you the right to believe whatever you want to believe. And you are powerful to disagree and go forward disagreeing in, in Jesus' mighty name. You can find more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. Yes. You can email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com. And I apologize to you all. Um, subscriptions have started, but they're only available on Spotify. Um, if I can, I want to limit all the places and spaces I'm at so that it can be a central location. And so if you're used to listening via um, Apple and, and whatever, cool, do that. But if you would like to subscribe, you can only do that on Spotify, using Spotify. And um, every time I do an episode here, I go deeper in the cut in the subscription. So um, it's an investment into yourself. Uh, choose to, don't. But I just want to make sure I clarify that. Um, y'all are really rocking and rolling. We're going to take a break from memory, um, talking about that and just a two episode break. I have it already. I can tell you the next things we're talking about concerning memory, um, a wellspring of life in memory. And, um, the one after that is a house of horrors or a place of treasure. Oh my God. This memory, um, segment that, uh, the Lord directed me to has been life changing. It's something I go back to daily. And it all started because of Timothy Jurgensen's book, um, Spirit Life Training. It's a phenomenal book. I'm not getting anything by promoting it. Um, Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Ask, right? And it shall be given. So these are, this is the journey that we're on. If I find something that helps me, I'm going to pass it along because that's all this has been. That's all this has been. Um, if I want to manifest it, I'll manifest it. That's what I know. That's why you're listening. And anytime I stop living what I say, then please stop listening to me. Hold me accountable. Lastly, um, we're still talking about that meetup. Let's get into it. And we're also going to have the reset 24 that's going to happen before the start of the year. So um, I'm going to do a big push in November. You want to make sure the toolkit is always free. Uh, that live session will not be. Um, I do a podcast about it, taking us through each step 
And so um, I put it up and I hold it up there for as long as I can for the first couple months. I think I've done it for the first couple months of the year. And then as you can see, that was down. I take it down because um, if we're, you know, it's never too late to reset your life. You can do that. But um, what I found is when I leave something accessible, it loses its value and your goals are worthy of your time. You are worthy of the investment. And I'm not trying to guilt, shame or blame, but the vacillating going back and forth, and I'm going to address that in this episode. It's going to be really, um, I pray that it is a revelation to you as it was to me. And so we're taking a two episode break from memory. You will find a pleasant surprise this week. I'm going to blast you with episodes. I was in Boise, Idaho uh, last week. So we got no episodes. That's why I front loaded it with two to begin with. Um, I was going, I brought my mic and everything to record while on location in Boise. But um, the Lord kind of just, wanted a retreat and you know I gave it to him he could have that it was beautiful um so I'm going to talk about that I learned a lot and so I'm going to do 17 seconds of gratitude if you are new and you don't know why we give 17 seconds of gratitude yes 17 seconds is a short amount of time and it is a long time right it's enough time to wipe your hard drive of any negative thinking or feeling when you focus on gratitude it keeps you tuned and tapped and turned on to the frequency of heaven so you can be discerning who to bless who to encourage who to receive from like gratitude makes room for more and if i were to only talk about one topic for if i, if I only could talk about one topic teach on one thing it would be gratitude because there are thousands of ways that I can approach it but the outcome is still the same a blessed tremendously blessed life overflowing magnetized with goodness when you operate in gratitude and so 17 seconds of gratitude um I would like to um say thank you um give thanks for each and every subscriber I give thanks for um each and every person daring to make a difference in their world. Um, I give thanks for God's sight, for being able to see beyond what's in front of me, to be able to see in the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension. I am so grateful and so thankful that I get to touch God in the people that I meet. Like I get to experience him. And this is why Jesus said, you know, how can you love God whom you've never seen, but hate the people you see on a daily basis? Because he knew that when we interact with each other, you listening to me, you emailing me and me reading your stories, I'm interacting with God. I am in the presence of the almighty and I do not take that for granted. (sighs) I give thanks for it. I give thanks for it all. I got thanks for it all. And as always, we do way more than 17 seconds because it feels good. But if you can just get yourself in the vein, 17 seconds, it will unbend your antennas and you will be able to tune in, right? Okay, let's get to it. I want to talk about the vantage point of the mountain. Um, And so, <sighs> okay, so. 
here's what I know. So in the Facebook group, um, I talked about um, how do you, and I asked the question, I did a poll, how do you um, increase your faith? Like, how do you do that? And people gave answers, you know, you pray, you do this, you do that. And I'm going to say this, whatever answer you got, you know, that you walk by cool. But for me, no one ever taught me how to increase my faith. They just told me to believe. Um, and when I said, well, what are you doing? It gets hard to believe. Oh, trust. And I remember God breaking this down to me, um, in, in a very simple way. I'm going to give you the answer. So if you can't make it through the whole podcast, I'm going to give you the answer to how to increase your faith. You don't, I don't care what anybody says. I don't powerful to disagree. You get revelation based on your experience and I'm not yucking on anybody's job. Live by what you want to live by. The walking this walk has taught me that I know nothing at all. If you listen to, um, to open yourself that each day that comes across to empty your mind and believe that you know nothing at all so that you can receive the thing. Because when we believe we know everything or when we believe we've arrived or are an expert at something, um, you could miss something totally great because someone has experienced more life than you. And God has never revealed his whole self to anybody. Okay. So the fact that we billions, trillions of people in the earth, These are trillions of people that have experienced God in a different way. And who am I to say what isn't real? But this is what I know. If you listen to earlier episodes, I talk about the importance of faith and manifestation and the importance of believing. And I, um, the Lord asked me, I, I was in prayer and I was talking about a specific thing and the Lord was like, man, are you ever going to trust me? Like, are you ever going to trust me? I wonder this, will you ever learn to trust me? And of course, my response was, I trust you. I'd be out here doing all these things, walking by faith. You know, you tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. And he began to reveal to me the things that are easy for me to believe. It's not trust because I like it's a level. I'm, I'm sorry. It is a level of trust that I have arrived to, which makes it easier for me to believe that thing. So if the Lord told me to invest $10,000 right now on a stranger, I would. And if I didn't have that money, I would find a way. Do you hear me? Because my trust in God um, has evolved to a place in space where I know that if I needed um, anything, if I had a need, that by the time I reach my car door, I would have it. And I know this because of the experience, right? So the relationship with God is based off of experiences which increase our trust. And during that time that our trust is being increased, he is stretching our faith. God increases our faith. We do not. And I understand what I'm saying. I understand how controversial it is, but let me break it down to you. And I, of course, have an anecdote for this and I will paint a picture for you just like it was painted for me. And it made so much sense. My trust in God, like is a relationship, you and your partner, right? Just met. You go out on your first date. Do you trust them implicitly? Absolutely not. You have to get to know them. You have to get to know them, know their ways. You know, you watch their mannerisms. You listen to the inflections of their voice while they're talking. You get to know things like, oh, that's not the truth. Oh, that's a lie. You know, depending on what you're trained in. And so I remember um, I had dinner with my uh, uh, ex-fiance maybe a couple months ago. 
And while we were eating, he just bust out and gave me a good old lie I didn't even ask for. I mean, it was a whole lie. Did you hear me? And I just laughed about it within because there was no need in calling him out. Because I, one thing I can do is a superpower. And I thank God for it. Baby, I can tell, I can tell you, um, I can tell when someone's lying. I can tell your beginning, middle, and end as far as the Lord will let me see in your presence. For those of you who have ever been a mentee of mine, you know, like, I won't take you on unless I can see your area of um, uh, assistance. Um, If I can't see into your future, there's no need in us working together. It means I'm not for you. And I will also just give you some tidbits to help you out, right? I'll always, you'll always walk away with something. But if I can't see you, I'm not going to waste our time. Um, because I believe that you are so important to the Lord. Your life matters. Your essence matters. You are so necessary that you don't need anybody playing around with you just so you can pay them to guess about stuff. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I can also discern when someone's like, I mean, it's just, I, I, I can tell when someone's lying. I, I can tell a lot of things, right? So you might be able to pick this up without being in a relationship with someone for so long. But let's say that you didn't have a superpower, right? You're just with your partner and you're getting to know them and their actions, their mannerisms, and what they do every day, every time they're around you builds trust in them to where when someone, you know, if you're together for a year and someone says, oh, you know, so-and-so said this, excuse me, who you talk about? Because my, my man would never, my girl would never, that's not what they do. Um, you're so assured in who they are. You trust them because of your experiences. Yeah. So it makes it easier. This is the same way it works with God. He proves himself. So when um, I can definitely trust that he is Jaira, right? Yahweh Yireh, um, because I, I've seen him provide. I can also trust the manifestation power of God in me to magnetize. That magnetizes me for money because I literally have experienced having in need. Work ended at 4.15. I got an email of something that was a significant amount of money that was due. And by the time I reached my car door, I had a certain amount of Shopify sales out of nowhere. And it's because um, I trusted in him because I had already learned that money needs me. I had already learned it. I had already manifested such crazy amounts in such short time that all I said, leaving the office, walking to my car was, okay, God, well, you got this one. I can't wait to see how you settle this up. And there it was. So money is not a thing for me. I don't, I have no doubt because I can trust, I know, right? And so faith um, is expanded each time I had a money situation and manifestation occurred and the God force within me was triggered. My faith was expanded by the power of God working in me exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think according to uh, the power that works within me. God is able to do exceeding and abundantly. Who? The I am. Where? In me. Genesis 1 and 26. So I, as my faith is expanded in that area by God, 
by allowing his glory to flow through me, who he is, the essence of who he is in me operating in the earth. I move from faith to knowing. I know what he will do. And if I've never been married, and I haven't, and a relationship has not worked its way to marriage, and you're asking me to believe, how, how do I do that? If you, I've never experienced before. I've never experienced it. So how, how do I, how do I increase my faith? Faith, Hebrews 11 and 1 is faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So trusting what I can do is trust in God who has never let me down, whose promises have always been sure. So if it's sure with money, right? If it's sure with transitions, I mean, there are so many things that I've been able to manifest in my life. And, and I'm, I'm talking about a blocker specifically because all of us have one. All of us have this thing that this desire that we are waiting to manifest and we can't see beyond and our faith is waning and we feel like, oh man, I I just need, I'm not believing enough. I'm not trusting. I'm not having faith. I need to have more faith. You can't have more faith. Your faith is being expanded in the weight. I'm not lying to you. The, The word is all there. You can read James. It talks about patience. I'm not lying to you. I wouldn't lie to you. What you can do is trust. So You can be empowered, and I will talk about this more when we talk about imagination and using memory, but you can empower yourself by looking at and like bombarding yourself with stories of people who have done it. I believe Brianna um, uh, Lynn made a comment about you can empower yourself by listening to the testimonies of others, right? Yes. And I want you to relax and take the pressure off of you to increase your faith. It's not your job. It's his job. He needs to come through. The God force within you needs to be expanded. And how? Through the situation. Many times, especially those who are steeped in religion, be like, oh, the devil is fighting me. This situation came up because the devil, the devil, the devil. I want you to know that there, the whole of Exodus is about God proving himself and his love for the children of Israel because he wanted to make sure in their mind there was no doubt. That if he had to, he would create bread, a special bread out of thin air for them that would disappear at a certain time of day and appear, reappear in a certain time of morning. Read Exodus. He he wanted to prove himself so much to them. Like, I love you. You're my chosen people. I'm going to allow quail to fly in the sky and then just fall dead so that you could eat. Because the children of Israel said, we want meat. We're tired of this bread. We're tired of this food of the angels this this honey wafer we're tired we want meat we want some chicken and so the lord said how about quail i don't want you getting no yard bird let me get you let me get you something that can fly (laughs) um it literally when you read exodus you hear how like this was a terrible situation set up It was more God than the enemy. Do you understand what i'm saying god wanted to prove himself he split the sea for them he loved them so much. Like he just, just read Exodus and you will see just how intentional the Lord is about who he is in our lives and unleashing the God force within us. If we would just be consistent in following 
and trusting and obeying. This is what you do. You obey in spite of. This is what you do. You obey in spite of. So now I'm going to paint a picture for you. So I was in Boise and I do like the outdoors. And when I say outdoors, it just means I like walking. Okay. That's it. I, I like walking. Um, it's a beautiful scenery. I might go for a walk. I'm not going to hike. I'm not going to do no mountains. And so I was there on business and coworkers were like, Hey, we're going to go walking in the mountains and catch the first light on the last morning we're here. And I was like, Oh, when's first light? They're like a seven 15. Now Boise, it stays dark in the city. Um, like just until nine. It's real, 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 real crazy. So beautiful. But first light though, you can see if you're up in the mountains. And so I remember when they said this, I'm like, I'm not going. And then a couple days later, um, we were talking about it and the Lord was like, meet me in the mountain, meet me in the mountain. And I was like, ah, uh, okay. Then the morning of, I woke up like at 3 AM. Um, and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna let them go without me. But I couldn't go back to sleep. And the Lord was like, I really do want to show you something. And so I went. It was cold. I'm going to tell you all the things. It was cold. It was uncomfortable. It was a almost two mile walk to the base of the park at the base of the mountain. Um, It's night. I went with my coworkers. Yes. Okay. So we get to the mountain and um, you're walking in the dew. You know, it's real when it's cold and the ground is wet. You know, you're walking. It's, it's freezing. It's freezing. Um, I wasn't really equipped clothing wise, but I had, I had layers. And so we start to walk and you can feel the incline happening. Uh, maybe for three minutes, we're walking up this mountain and the leader of our pack, his name is Brady. He was leading the, uh, the, the trip, um, as far as the mountain climbing and he reaches a level and he says, okay, you see, you can see first light. And I turn around, I'm like, oh, this was easy. This is a mountain. This is an easy mountain climb. It was beautiful. You could see above the trees. You could see above the houses. Gorgeous. And then um, everybody kept on walking. I was like, wait a minute. I thought we was done. In my mind, I'm like, I don't have the right shoes. I'm not really equipped for this. But, you know, I can't punk out now. So we go to the next level. I'm winded at this point. Um, I'm feeling it in my legs, my thighs, my butt. Um, all the things in my neck, my back, like all the things. Um, we get to the next level and it's it's an even better view, higher. And it makes the view from the last point of elevation, it pales in comparison. And they're like, okay, guys, let's go. And I'm like, oh my God. A friend of mine, dear friend of mine, happy birthday to her, Carmen. Uh, she's with me. And the ground is a little moist. It's it's wet. It's not um, as sturdy as the other parts, right? So when we're elevating to the next level, it's a little trickier. And she begins to get dizzy. And I reach back and I grab her hand to steady her. And we just have to keep going, right? Um, everything's hurting at this point. We get um, to the stairs. And I'm like, oh, thank God for the stairs. And it's like, Kimberly, whatever you do, do not look down. And I thought about, okay, what if you fall? And I could feel fear set in. And it was like, I could feel, um, I, I heard, nope, don't let your thoughts go there. Just stay in the beauty of the moment. Look out, look out, look straight out. So we get to the top part and Carmen plops down. I'm like, oh, we're done. We made it, right? I think we made it. It's the most beautiful view. 
making the other two views pale in comparison, right? At this point, uh, our head of HR, Nick, is is waiting for us. And I was like, Nick, you might as well go ahead. I am not moving because I see the other group keep walking. I'm like, no, I'm done. We can head back down. I'm done. And he was like, are you sure? It's not too far. And, and my friend Carmen's like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm sitting down. So we maybe sat down for like three minutes. And Nick goes, okay, and walks without us. And I really felt the Lord say, meet me here. It was at the highest point. And so we begin to walk and my my mindset shifts now because I'm taking in all of the beauty. It's the high, it's high. And by the time I get to the lookout point, this is what I heard. Every point of elevation takes a different climb and it is uncomfortable and it will make you second guess. But I need you to trust me that I have the macro and you have the micro. You're seeing what's in front of you, but I see the whole view. And this is where I see you. I see you at the top. And even though it gets hard to climb, there will be times where you'll be able to walk alone. At another level, you might have to steady and slow down your stride, widen your stance a little bit, become more secure in your footing. At another level, you might get dizzy. You might, and and I will reach for you if you reach for me. I'll help you. I'll assist you. But don't you dare stop. Take a break if you need to. Regroup where it might feel like you're ready to quit. I will renew your strength. Trust me. Because y'all, that view, that view, if I had stopped, I would have never seen what I saw. I would have missed the whole lesson. This is where the Lord reminded me. I don't ever need you to increase your faith. I need you to trust. And then understand that I am expanding your faith so that it will be easier for you to know, to shift from trusting to believing to knowing that I am doing a thing and it is done for you. Because I want nothing but the best for you. It is my desire that you prosper. I want this for you. I want what you want more than you want it. I created the desire in you. So I want you to release all guilt, all shame, and just trust me that if I did it, I will continue to do it. And the power that I have in you, allow me to flip the switch. Trust me that as I elevate you, you will see, you will begin to see. And that vantage point, oh, that elevation, where you have succeeded before will pale in comparison to the success that is waiting for you. For it is my desire to give you the desires of your heart. It is my good pleasure to supercharge this limitless life in you that you can stand in assurance and say with all trust in me, I can do all things through Christ within me that strengthens me. It's been a beautiful time. It has been. If this episode has blessed you, you can go ahead and trade in on it. Venmo, cash up, all the things, whatever. Um, And subscribe. Subscribe. 
if you'd like. And more importantly, if this has been a blessing to you and resonated with you, apply it and stand firm. Walk in obedience. That's what you can do. God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what starting a business looks like. I don't know. I don't even know where to begin, but I trust you. So if this is what you want me to do, make it happen. And look, remind yourself of the time you didn't know what the heck you were doing and it happened. Oh, the thing about it is it's impossible until somebody does it. And I want to tell you, I've seen a lot of impossible in my life happen. And now I'm a reference point for others. I'm not an anomaly, baby. You are too. You are a reference point of victory for others. I love you. Wherever your feet go, wherever you go, wherever you go, you are the magic in the space. And you better go be great. Love you.